here once again. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. And today we're going to be talking about Cardano. Okay. Now we've all heard about Cardano. We know Charles Hoskinson, especially if you're on my channel. And uh, it's funny because I was just talking to a relative who doesn't really know a lot about crypto, but for some reason they know about Cardano. They're like, oh yeah, Cardano, that's a good one. What do you think about Dogecoin? <laughs> that's like what they literally say to me. But anyways, moving on. I'm just joking, by the way. But um, I, a lot of people do say that to me. But um, let's just get into it. So what do you need to know about Cardano? Well, first off, you know, one thing that was interesting was that um, Altcoin Daily, they had this video out and they mentioned seven altcoins, including Bitcoin. So I'm going to tell you the other seven that are about to pop. Okay. And obviously Cardano was in the list, but just to, you know, save you guys 30 minutes, Ethereum was, um, Solana was, Avalanche was, Engine was, and XRP as well. Okay. Totally agree with their assessment, by the way. Um, so let's get into Cardano. Okay, so what is these, this Alonzo type of deal, right? The Alonzo hard fork, what you need to know. Okay, Cardano prepares to enter the decentralized application space as smart contract functionality arrives. Okay, this was a great article, I thought, to really explain the Alonzo hard fork. And this is why a lot of people in the crypto ecosystem are excited for Cardano. So what's happening to Cardano? And what do you guys need to know? Well, Cardano Alonzo update brings the network much closer to full capabilities. Okay. That means smart contracts. That means dApps. That means all the good stuff. The Alonzo hard fork is a major upgrade on the Cardano network that sees the much anticipated implementation of smart contract functionality. Okay, smart contract functionality. Smart contracts are pieces of computer code that automatically execute when certain predefined conditions are met. Okay, smart contracts are pieces of computer code that automatically execute when certain predefined conditions are met. That's what allows us to basically trust sending millions of dollars over the blockchain. So in order to really send millions of dollars over the blockchain, Cardano needs to do this. Okay. After the Alonzo update, anyone will be able to create and deploy their own smart contracts on the Cardano blockchain, paving the way for native decentralized applications or dApps. Okay. The system update, which expected to roll out fully sometime in the third quarter, signifies the end of the Shelley era of Cardano and the beginning of the Gogan phase. Now, I know that these names are kind of, you know, they, they sound crazy from time to time, but it's just how crypto rolls. And Charles Hoskinson, I believe, named them after his heroes. And uh, each, each name has relative significance to one of his heroes, which is kind of cool, I thought. Uh, although there is no set date for the end of the Alonzo hard fork, developers all across the network have been working hard on test nets and have stuck to a defined roadmap with specific milestones in the form of eras. And listen, guys, I know that, again, these eras can get confusing, but just bear with me for a second. And I'm only reading this article to my audience because my audience is so deep down the rabbit hole that I just want to have some general like education. 
to uh, to some of the people like myself who kind of want to get into Cardano once the smart contracts roll out for DeFi and for NFT gaming and things of that nature. And it's good to have some prerequisite knowledge just going into that so we kind of can uh, feel out when the right time to get in is. So the errors of Cardano, the Byron, Shelley, Gogan, Basho, and Voltaire. So let's read from Gogan down. So Gogan introduces smart contract capabilities to the network, allowing developers to create decentralized applications on top of Cardano. The uh, Basho, if I'm saying that correctly, Basho, uh, improves the underlying performance of the Cardano network to be able to process more transactions and scale up. This era also includes sidechains, okay? Uh, we've seen Polygon with Ethereum, right? Which means, which is a means of scaling a network using multiple blockchains. And then after the Basho, which is really gonna be great for Cardano, the Voltaire adds a voting and treasury system for self-sustaining governance. Users will be able to stake their funds to influence future developments on the network. This is gonna be really awesome I think that Cardano itself is going to be like a go start me or something of that nature in the future where people can come up with great ideas and you know develop a, a white paper and then the community can actually fund it. And uh, you know I talked to this guy a lot and he's a big Cardano guy. And I am too by the way, but he's more into like the developer side of it. And he was explaining to me how this can already kind of happen with Cardano's ecosystem. I thought this was wicked fascinating. So anyways, Cardano is now in the final stages of the Shelley era. The de this development phase added a host of new features to Cardano, such as proof-of-stake protocol known as Ouroboros, an incentives and delegation scheme that rewards participants and better hard wallet support. By offering rewards to those who uh, run the full nodes, network participants, who download the entirety of the Cardano blockchain, Cardano incentivizes network participation and encourages the growth of the Cardano network. I've seen guys like BitBoy start their own node. You can stake Cardano on their node and earn passive income in the form of Cardano. Thought this was pretty cool. Since its launch on July 29, 2020, Shelly has introduced two major hard forks, Allegra and Mary. Allegra introduced a token locking mechanism that allows users to lock up Cardano tokens in preparation for on-chain voting which is expected to roll out in Voltaire, the final development stage. Mary, on the other hand, introduced token support for Cardano's native tokens, CNT. Um, these native tokens are similar to Ethereum's ERC token standard and enable, so this is what it's gonna be called. It's gonna be called like CNT20 tokens, right? Or whatever. Users to create and deploy their own tokens on the Cardano blockchain, including non-fungible tokens, okay? Cardano operates using its own hard fork combinator, a system that combines two different protocols such as Byron and Shelly onto a single ledger to ensure a smooth transaction between phases. One problem that Cardano developers saw with hard forks was that after a hard fork was agreed upon, there would still be a considerable segment of the community that did not switch over to the new version. That may have been because they disagreed with changes or just because they didn't bother upgrading. Either way, the combinator allows nodes to run multiple versions at once, okay? 
meaning that transitions are seamless and updates are frictionless, essentially, rather than be opt-in, the updates will be opt-out. Huh, I wonder what the heck that means. But uh, <laughs> anyways, it's not important. So it, a lot, it is important, but I mean, we're trying to get practical here. So the reason why I mentioned the treasury before is imagine that if you just have like a really great white paper and you decide on a project, but you didn't have the money, it's kind of like just throw it to the community. And whatever kind of involvement you decide to have, you'll get a piece of it. But also you can incentivize other people to develop for you, to build for you, and the community can kind of just take the project over for you. So entrepreneurs with great ideas no longer have to just you know say, oh, I had that great idea, but I never did it. They can actually put together the idea in a succinct manner, profit from it with like a minimal amount. Not as much as if they came up with it and did all the hard work themselves, but still profit from it, put it out there. And if it's a great idea, the community can run it itself because there's always going to be great ideas. So that's what's, uh, you know, really cool about blockchain and Cardano, for instance, because now we can actually take those great ideas, store them somewhere and have supplied jobs for people because those ideas can make money for people and make money in the form of uh, you know, cryptocurrency in a decentralized autonomous organization that will div dividend out to developers, marketers, whoever is in charge of the, you know, previously named, we used to call them companies, now they're called DAOs. So how a company used to work, right? Now the blockchain can do it all. So that's uh, really interesting. Alonzo stages, the Alonzo hard fork is split into three main color coded phases, the Alonzo blue, Alonzo white, Alonzo purple. There, all, there are also two smaller phases, post-Alonzo Purple, dubbed Alonzo Red, and Alonzo Black. Each phase essentially adds more users to the test app and identifies bugs that may need to be fixed. Alonzo Blue introduces smart contracts with around 50 technical participants, mostly stake pool operators, SPOs. Okay, so that's what a stake pool operator, you know, little SPO action. Uh, invalidation errors and other simple fixes were found and tweaked during this phase. These standard bugs are expected to appear and be fixed as Alonzo goes through testing. Alonzo White adds more features and a wider range to, of participants to Alonzo Blue. The hundreds of new users will be run through a sort of exercise boot camp that will test the capabilities of the network. Okay, this is a really smart idea by Cardano, by the way. So this experiment is being done by IOG, the main development company behind Cardano, led by former Ethereum co-founder Charles Hoskinson. Charles Hoskinson, I'm going to highlight you because you're the man. The company expects this phase to last around two to four weeks. Alonzo Purple will become a fully public test net and onboard thousands of participants to the network. This particular stage is split into two distinct phases, light purple and dark purple. The first will allow for simple smart contracts while the latter will allow for more complex smart contracts. Guys, I am so excited to cover all the projects that come onto Cardano. I really am. Um, then comes the final Alonzo Red, Alonzo Black color phases, which are reserved for final bug fixes cleanup to prepare the final release, the final, final, final. <laughs> We're saying final a lot in this in this blog. Shout out to the blogger, by the way. Um, I'll, I'll read his name at the end just to give, I know bloggers, you know, it's good to get some credits from time to time. 
Any future tweaks to the hard fork will be very difficult to make past this point. And so it's important that these two phases are looked at very carefully. Uh, okay, staging adds quality assurance as code is frozen and exchanges are prepped for the Cardano hard fork. Alonzo Mainnet will officially launch the final code. If you're wondering when this will all happen, well, here's input output uh, at input output HK. So that's pretty cool that they actually put that little input output from, from input to output. Remember how we were talking about that earlier? Into a Twitter handle. Um, Cardano smart contracts are coming. We're on track to meet the projected HF dates for both testnet and mainnet. Hashtag Alonzo upgrade as Nigel outlined in the last week update. A new era is set to begin on Sunday, 12th of September, 2021. Whew, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, if you guys don't know about Plutus, the Plutus program, this is a big deal too. So if you're wondering what is Plutus, Plutus uses the native Cardano programming language Haskell. Plutus is, and Haskell use the same code base for off and on-chain development. This means that at the core, the coding is identical so that there will be no complications with programming languages when developing smart contracts, okay? Um, this, that allows Plutus contracts to become even more straightforward and per permits testing, which will allow developers to perfect their products for much more intensive loads, such as hosting large institutions or governments I mean, guys, this is really nuts, by the way. Hoskinson, who's now the CEO of IOG, explained Haskell was chosen because it is a high assurance code, capable of providing a higher degree of certainty. The code works as intended. Guys, I really think that the products that we're going to see on the uh, Cardano network are going to be insanely more like quickly developed if that makes sense. So many times in the blockchain sector, code doesn't fully match the intent of the developer. And as a result, millions of dollars can be stolen or apps can break down, such as what happened when a sol Solidity smart contract wasn't fully fledged out. As a result, the decentralized autonomous organization DAO project suffered a significant risk. With Haskell, intent can, be, can better match the code as the language although complex was designed to be precise. So ultimately faster development and then other blockchains that are currently out and more secure. Okay, Plutus Core. So what's Plutus Core? Then there's Plutus Core, which is the programming language that connects smart contracts to the Cardano final settlement layer. The Cardano blockchain, once developers done creating their code with Plutus, it is compiled into Plutus Core, where the code is simplified for the Cardano blockchain. This method allows Cardano to better deal with the data and take up less disk space on the actual blockchain. Now, I know that doesn't mean a lot to a lot of yield farmers and DeFi people who have no idea what that means, but bear with me. For the less technical enthusiasts, there's Marlowe, a new domain-specific language, DSL, that allows any user to create and test their own smart contracts without needing any advanced programming capabilities, guys. This is really kind of cool. I'm not sure what this is going to look like. But the way my buddy explained it, who, uh, who's, a, who's a developer, is that this is going to really bring developing to the mainstream. 
and it's going to make it easier for people to kind of put their ideas onto the computer, if you will. But um, it's not, I, I don't know though, like that's kind of how like he made it sound. I'm hoping it's like that because imagine if entrepreneurs like could bypass all the coding and have a drag and drop system to kind of put together a nice little adapt. That would be really, really cool and not have, and, and have it on the test net obviously for a long time. But I mean, it kind of brings guys like, I don't know, myself or, or people, you know, men and women who follow the channel entrepreneurial into the, uh, into the idea of, wow, we can actually build something here without having to, uh, you know, obviously it's good to have a core team of programmers, but I don't know. I mean, who's to say it's not possible to have a real, real nice, sleek looking drag and drop type of deal. And anyways, if Marlo isn't that, I'm sure that's on the way. Marlo is built on top of Haskell and Plutus, but can be thought of as building blocks for creating smart contracts. With easier smart contract production and more development on Cardano, one can imagine the potential projects to be built. All right, guys. Well, that's all I got. This is Jay Crypto. As always, I hope that you liked this video. The goal is to get to 10,000 subscribers by September. I literally have a few days to do it. That's Jay Crypto. And there's the update. I hope you got something out of this. As always, I'm out.